Hey, I'm Chelsea Swift and welcome to my live podcast. The truth is it's so easy to take our days for granted, to put your dreams on the shelf for the sake of the day to day, to overlook the beauty all around us. But sometimes just hearing a turn of phrase, a bit of wit and wisdom at the right moment can totally reopen your eyes and mind to the wonders all around you and the wonders inside yourself. My goal is to be here to inspire you, remind you, and hopefully motivate you into creating your best day with intention and purpose. So without further ado, let's transform your day by transforming you. Welcome to Chelsea Swift is your spirit animal. Our spiritual pep talk begins now. And we're back on the podcast. So what's up, guys? Welcome back. So today I have like a bunch of crazy cards and a really like deep message. So before I get into this, I will say if you're like highly religious, this is probably not going to be a podcast for you just because it's going to be a little bit like just diving into kind of like religion, astrology, quantum physics. So it, it might not resonate with everybody, but I'm just going to try to like get the message out and yeah, let's just get into it. And it's really weird just being around Easter and, um, all the things that kind of came up. So I just thought I'd put that out there for a disclaimer. If you are like highly religious, I respect that, but this is probably not the podcast for you, especially if you, you know, have this strong faith that God is outside of you. So, um, yeah, let's just get into it. So, First of all, I'm just going to read your cards really quick. So we have grounding, faith, non-attachment, self-reflection, and magnetism. Learn something new, release, relax, flexibility. You are safe, but I'm going to move the flexibility to learn something new. So for me, this is saying I center and ground myself despite emotional upset around me. And then faith kind of pairs with that, which says I have faith that I can manifest the wealth and prosperity that I desire. So I think being grounded in your faith and having a non-attachment approach, which it says, I'm certain that I will reach my goal while letting go of how that will happen. And then self-reflection popping out. What's interesting is she looks like she's looking in the mirror. And so that non-attachment while you reach your goal grounding in your faith is really grounding within yourself, taking that time to really reflect on yourself and see what's in the mirror as far as like what you put out there for energy, because magnetism says I attract and magnetize to me all that I need and want to get. So if you think that it's outside of yourself, then this is something you chase your whole life. So when you take the time to ground in a stronger faith and kind of have a non-attachment approach to what that looks like, and you do the self-reflection work, you can see that everything that comes to you, you consistently magnetize. So the learn something new with the flexibility, for me, it looks like, so she's kind of like putting her foot into water. So it looks like going deeper, like kind of just diving a little bit deeper into what you think you know. So learning something new in the flexibility um, card coming out that says, I am flexible and adaptable to change while I pursue my ambition. So for me, that means like practice flexibility, practice adaptability, practice, um, you know, learning something new that is deeper within you. And I think that's when you can 
trust that you are safe and then you can release and relax because what you're doing is you are letting go of the fears. That's kind of how I see the you are safe is, you know, just the card itself. It's like a, like a unicorn. It's like an angel on a unicorn and it just looks like really powerful. So it looks like once you really understand your power, you know that you are completely safe, that all fears are just um, man made in the mind. So anything that you're afraid of, you've made it up yourself. So once you can actually understand that and go a little bit deeper, learn something new, stay flexible, you become grounded in your energy where you feel free and safe and loving and all these good things. So that's when you can really release and relax any type of stress, anxiety, and fears that you may be having that are, you know, unconsciously being magnetized to you because on a deeper level, when you truly fear something, um, you are unconsciously attracting that to you. So that's the message for today. And then I have this quote that is like kind of religious. And then I kind of broke it down in a like more conscious awareness type of thing. So today is going to be about embodying Christ. So if you're not religious, you don't have to be. Um, but if you do have a high faith, I really, you know, I'm not here to like hurt people's feelings. So that's the opposite of what I'm trying to do. So I'm just trying to enlighten you on your journey of spirituality. So a lot of these teachings and, you know, scriptures that are left behind are truly meant to be, you know, they're psychological stories that are supposed to be psychologically interpret in, interpreted um, for you to kind of discover what's within you, your consciousness and how deep you can go. So I always talk about mindset on here. I talk about spirituality and this is kind of bringing it all together. So again, if you're sensitive, I'm clearly like I'm letting sensitive people get off here now. I've said it three times, but if you are sensitive to that, there is no shame in the game, but this is not the podcast for you. So this is the, what is this? This is the greatest, it's called the greatest prayer. So we talk about praying all the time, which is really praying is knowing. And it's not really like a request that you are making. Praying is knowing. So praying is thanking and knowing um, and trusting in a truth. So what this says is let us assume the feeling, I am Christ, until our conscious claim becomes our subconscious assumption that we all with open face beholding as in a glass the glory of the Lord are changed into the same image from glory to glory. Let God awake and his enemies be destroyed. There is no greater prayer for man. So for me, what's interesting is I always talk about energy, positive energy. We're all energy. We're all connected. And I talk about how your God or your universe or whatever you pray to and believe in and have faith in is really just the highest form of, of energy. So you can call it somebody that is outside of yourself, but it's really connecting to the highest form of energy within yourself. So really think about that when you really feel connected to God or you really feel connected to whatever you pray to, you feel a sense of peace, right? You feel love, you feel trust, you feel all these things because you're trusting in a higher form of energy and you're really lifting your energy to come up and kind of connect with that, right? So mixing this with astrology and what quantum physics tells us about energy moving in and out of form and the highest form of energy being the sun, 
from that perspective when we're looking at the resurrection. And so basically, this is going to be about embodying Christ. So when I say I am Christ, which it's all over the Bible. So I mean, go open a Bible. It's all over the Bible. I am God. God is within me. Therefore, I am God. So you can teach this to people and say, God is outside of you. It's something you sacrifice to. It's something you pray to. You can teach that or you can look between the lines, which is I am God. So your consciousness and your awareness and your higher form of energy is what Christ actually is. So the resurrection is the first Sunday after the full moon in Aries, which we call Easter. So it conveniently happens right before Easter. There's a full moon in Aries. And then the sun's entry into Aries marks the beginning of spring. So sun in the northern passage crosses the equator. So the cross or crossified or crucified. This is right after this event. So basically you have this crucifixion, resurrection type of story. But if you actually start to look at it from an astrology perspective, you start to see that there are certain like certain patterns that kind of align when it comes to bringing energy back into the equation. So when the sun in the Northern Passage crosses the equator, the cross or the crossified or the crucified is right after this event. So nature begins to rise or resurrect itself after a long sleep. So the Bible scriptures are really these psychological stories. If you go back and you look that are really supposed to be interpret, you know, really, I don't want to say just like interpreted, but they're really supposed to be kind of up for you to discover your own path back to yourself or your own path back to your consciousness or your own, your own path back to your awareness. So everything that you create is within you. And if we know that to be true as people that are creators and manifestors, and we are unconsciously or consciously consistently bringing things into our lives, then why would you be able to connect with a higher form or bring something into your reality if you didn't have that type of power. So symbolize the death and rebirth, the the symbolized death and rebirth of the Lord. Lord is not a man. Lord is your consciousness. So the death and the rebirth is when you discover. So the passage that says, I am come that you might have life and that you might have it more abundantly. This is being quote unquote, crucified, which is the awareness of being. The cross is the conception of self. So you're crossing between the conception of what you think you are and what you think you know versus what is actually happening. So it's a rebirth of your consciousness. It's a rebirth of your awakening when you wake up to remember that you are a higher being, that you have a higher power, that you embody Christ. And and God is not something that's outside of you. And Christ is not a person. It is awareness. So the resurrection is the lifting of the veil, revealing the conception of self. So the biggest thing about that is it says two shall agree on touching anything and I shall establish it on earth. The two that are agreeing, these aren't people or things outside of you. It's your awareness and your consciousness coming together. So now that you're aware, you're like, okay, I'm aware that I have energy and I can put out positive energy. I can put out negative energy. We know quantum physics tells us about energy. We know about astrology, the moon and the stars, and how that can be connected. And we know we have religion all over the world that always talks about the same thing, which is just the highest form of energy. You can call it Buddha. You can call it 
anything you want, but we always talk about the highest forms of energy. So basically coming back to this is with this agreement, crucifixion is completed. The two have crossed or crossified each other. So I am and and that conscious and that which you are conscious of being have joined. And so they are now one. So it says, I am now nailed or fixed in this belief that I am this fusion. So the nail binds you and that's the feeling. So he's, we always talk about the feeling, 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 right? People are like, I want to say these after affirmations. I want to really mean them. I want to put out that energy. I want to attract that person. I want to attract that job. I want to, you know, everybody talks about that. And then we say, oh shit, there's like another layer to this, right? We have to really deeply, genuinely feel that. Okay. So if I meditate on this, I'll genuinely feel, you know, genuine, genuinely really feel like, you know, this is going to happen for me, but you have to make that agreement within your higher self to say, my awareness and my conscious are my own creations. I take back my awareness. I take back my consciousness because there are two ways that you are creating right now. Cause you're creating, you're creating, you're creating, you're always creating. You're never not creating. And you're either doing that with lack of awareness. I don't know that I'm creating. Somebody else is doing it. There's a God in the sky that wants things to happen. Or you have this other part of you that's consciously creating and consciously aware of what you are creating and responsible for the energy that you put out in your creations. So when things are unfolding and when people understand this, that's when you take your energy back. And you can put out good energy into the world for things to happen and manifest in a positive way. So heaven is not a location. Talk about heaven and hell. I can tell you from experience, that is a mindset. You can be in hell or you can be in heaven, but it's all man-made. It has nothing to do with levels of, and you can even, again, go back to the Bible. When you are in hell, you are in judgment. You are in fear. You are in ego. You are absolutely in your ego. And we're going to talk about that in a second. Um, so heaven is not a location. It's a state of consciousness. So the nail that binds you is that feeling. And then that's the birth of consciousness. The kingdom of heaven is within you. So this is like the biggest message I got today based off this quote that I just read you. And what was really weird is the whole sun, God, energy form thing came to me like a few days ago. And I was just like, I'm not really ready for this. Like I was writing it down and I was like, I don't even know what the fuck this means. And the thing, as I continued to like try to pull in, you know, good energy and, and just, you know, be attracted to certain types of material to read up on. What's so interesting is it all just kind of flows together. And it's not like I'm reading out of like one straight book. It's like all these different, um, like information will just come together. So the thing that's so crazy for me, and I guess why I believe in embodying Christ is because we say this in church every day, let's embody Christ. Let's embody what Jesus Christ would do. And it's not that the teaching's bad. It's just deeply misunderstood. You know, you are not better than anybody ever. And you're not better if you go to church. It doesn't make you a hero. The thing is, when you embody Christ, when you are a higher form of energy, when you're compassionate towards people and you're loving towards people, when you want everybody to have abundance, when you believe there is enough, that is embodying Christ. When you believe there is enough for everybody, when you want to help for no reason, when you want to lift people up, so many times we feel like we have to charge for this and, you know, don't give things away for free and 
compete and all these different things, that's operating from an egotistical perspective. And then we take that perspective to church and we pray to a higher power that we will never get in touch with if we don't drop the ego. So the biggest form of love that you can give yourself today and other people is embodying your awareness, taking responsibility for your consciousness and saying, okay, I can embody Christ. I can become Christ. I can become God in the sense that I don't judge people. I'm loving. I'm kind. I'm compassionate. I'm excited. I'm enthusiastic. These are all the qualities that you just can't fake. The nail binds you by the feeling. So you can be in hell or you can be in heaven, but that is not a location. It is a state of your consciousness. So now that you're aware of this, because the first step is awareness. What are you aware of? It's like anything. You want to lose weight, you become aware of your body, right? You're like, shit, I need to lose weight. You you become aware of things just randomly sometimes. You just wake up and you're like, oh, I've been driving. That's weird. I just, I was not aware that I was driving. Like you ever come back to your focus and you're like, okay, just, that's a little scary. So the thing is, we are not aware and it's okay that you're not aware. But now that you're aware, you need to try to step into awareness more often today. How can you do that? You can wear, um, you know, like a bracelet, or something that set, you know, you can write on like a rubber band awareness or something and just look at it every now and then and, and really try to get yourself back into the state of like, I need to be aware of what I'm doing right now. I need to get out of my mind and be aware of what I'm doing right now, because that is the only time you have to create consciously. So being aware right now and moving into this state of consciousness will help you actively take control of your life. And instead of thinking that you're in the driver's seat and somebody else is driving, you actively take control of that. And you're like, shit, I should probably grab the wheel because if I'm not steer, if I'm not steering my consciousness, I'm just going wherever my mind goes. And that's the thing. You bring things into your life that way and you attract things into your life that way. And then you call it a bad day, but that's, that's a different state of being and living. You're in a different state of consciousness completely. And you can take ownership of it or you can say, nope, I'm going to play my victim role. But the biggest thing that you can do is drop your ego. So I'm going to get into that. Um, and I'm going to talk about just like five, five or six agreements. So this is taught by Wayne um, Wayne Dyer, actually. I, I think I listened to a talk on this before. And he did such a great job with it that I don't want to botch it, but I just feel like I need to add this to what we're talking about today because it really flows nicely with the message. So let's get into the ego. All right. So let's talk about the false self, which is six things. So basically this is kind of more of like spiritual. I've talked about like spiritual awakening, the ego, shadow work, different things, but I'm just going to talk about the difference and why Maybe if you're listening to this and you're not really, you know, into positive energy or you didn't know it was that deep or you don't really study these things, it can be a lot to take in. Like I even just had to take a break between these two subjects because it's just like a lot of, a lot of information, right? So I just want to say that just take what resonates because your personal journey is all up to you and it's going to take time for you to retrain your mind frame and to harness your energy and really come back to a space of knowing. 
And so what I would really say is just try to just do less. <laughs> so we're going to get into this. You don't have to, because I think what happens when you kind of awaken to this is you think you have to go and fix things, or you think you've been doing something wrong, or even with negative thinking, we can think bad about ourselves because we negative, you know, we're negative versus being positive, but it's just, it's a simple switch in your habits. It's not anything crazy. And I've even said this before, never feel bad if you get trapped in a negative headspace or if you've been unaware or unconscious, like that has happened to me where I've slipped into this mindset that I forgot about the power that was within me. So I really wasn't claiming that in my life and it showed up, it showed up in my life. And so now that I've reclaimed my power, it's like I've reclaimed my life and it's a different level of operation. So you don't operate from fear, from stress, um, from anger, from worry, you operate from um, relaxing and love and positive energy. And so I'm going to get into the false ego right now because I feel like now is a good time to get into this. So the first claim of the false ego. So we just talked about your consciousness, right? Versus your unconsciousness. So unconscious behavior stems from your ego. So, and it's not anything you've done wrong. Again, I just want to get into that. It's just about what you've learned and what you have to, as you <clears throat> come up in the world, you need to really <clears throat> learn how to kind of look at information and then take what resonates and really go a little bit deeper. So <clears throat> I have like a frog in my throat. So who I am. Okay. So who I am is what I have. So that basically is like the first lie. So I'm going to go through the lies. Um, so who I am is, is what I have. That's the first thing. So we accumulate things and we say, well, this is what I have. So that's who I am. So you know, I'm Chelsea Swift and here's what I do for a living. And here's the stuff that I have. And like, I'm so great. You know, that's not at all what you actually are. So in spiritual teachings, they say, let go of everything that you have. Don't have any attachment. And this was like really difficult for me at first because, you know, I definitely was raised on accomplishment, on achieving, on having nice things, on working hard to have nice things. And this is actually a present moment thing where it's like, do less to accomplish more instead of forcing your flowing, right? You have that control, surrender, flow type of motion going on. So letting go of everything you have, could you do it? That's going to tell you your level of consciousness. If you are looking at things like, no, I'd really like, I really love this. The thing is you have abundance all around you, but when you have attachments, you block that from coming in. So how could you ever have everything you've ever wanted if you're so attached to like what's around you right now? So let go of everything that you have is really the way to coming back to your consciousness and being in a state of abundance. So the next thing is do less to accomplish more. So you are not what you have. You, you just are who you are. And the next one is I am what I do. So if you have a great resume, if you have a lot of experience, if you are, you know, constantly um, driven to succeed, this can be a hard thing because we are really firm in what we do. And I've even talked about this on here that I wanted a job title just to have the job title. Like you can want things sometimes because you feel like it affirms what you know to be true. And that's really the ego at work. Because when you are good at what you do, you don't need a title to prove it. 
you just do what you do. So the thing is, you are what you do. It's really not about what you own or how much you accomplish. Um, your, you know, any type of labels, any type of cars that you have, it's really not about that. But what happens is we go to school and we're very young and we're very playful and we have imaginations and um, we're excited about life and we have subjects that we like and we have subjects that we'd just rather not. And we have preferences, right? And we're really guided by the intuitive nudge from within, right? And we don't want to be good at everything. We just want to be do what we want to do. You know, we have this very firm belief in knowing in who we are at a very young age. All children do. This isn't like your kid's not special because it can, you know, sing the alphabet at a young age. All kids are really, really smart, really, really connected. And the thing is, we go to school and we learn how to identify with accomplishments, what we get for grades, how good we are at sports. We learn to do this to ourselves. So what you own, what you accomplish, what you label yourself as becomes that factor of like, this is who you are, but that's not who you are. You are not what you have and you are not what you do. And so the next thing is, I am what other people think of me. So we've gotten into it on here. We've gotten into so many boss empowerment talks where I was like, stop giving a fuck immediately because that is seriously the vibe. It's such a vibe for me. Like I can't care. So many people care about me for no reason. Like for real, I will go places and people are just looking at me. It's like, I don't get it. So I just put my little love glasses on, my little blinders, and I just stopped seeing haters like at a very young age. I just had to learn how to do it, which is why I feel like this is the one area that was so easy for me. I don't give a fuck about your feelings. Like I don't because what you generate for energy and what you want to put out into the world and what you care about is your business. So the number one thing here is being obsessed with approval. What you think of me is more important than what I think of me, which is the craziest concept in the universe. So what you think of me is none of my business. We are taught from a young age that we need approval. We got to get that approved. We have to get that approved. If someone doesn't approve in you, you start to feel bad about yourself. You don't want to navigate your life that way. That is such an egotistical way of thinking. And it, when you put that type of pressure on other people, to make them feel bad because they don't fill you up. That is the most selfish, egotistical thing you could say. Like, hey, you're not doing what I want you to do to make me happy. So don't make yourself happy because that's selfish. What? Let that shit go. What people think of me is none of my business. None of my business. The next thing is who I am is separate from everybody else. So a lot of times we are obsessed with comp- you know, compete, defeat, number one, you know, we, we think of it that way. Um, but at the end of the day, you don't have to be stuck on this idea that you have to be better than everyone. And so this think collective type of energy that I always try to put out there is I truly believe there's enough success for everybody. And I want to see everybody succeed. I never want to be above and I never want to be below it. Just for me, it's all the same. I feel like everybody is a creator. I feel like people are allowed to create and have positive energy and abundance. And personally, for me, it makes me happy to see other people succeed because I know that I'm being, that it's all one, that you're connected to that. So when you see a nice car, when you see somebody achieving something, or when you see things that you love, or you see things that you're like, 
wow, this is great stuff, you know, and, and you lower your energy by saying, well, this is, I'm separate from everybody else and I have to compete. So if they have something nice, it's, you know, that's something I have to get from them. It's just not the right way of thinking. You know, you don't have to compete with anybody because we're all collective. We're all just one. And so you have to get over this idea that you have to be better than anybody else. And I always talk about it's you versus you. That is so real. Like it's the mirror. What you really want to compete against is your mirror. And the next one is who I am is separate from everybody else. Um, and the next one, I guess, is is separate from what is missing in my life. So who I am is separate from what is missing in my life. So it's the separation starts with thinking you're separate from other people. So once you can bridge that gap, once you can say, okay, I'm not separate from everybody else. We're all kind of in this together. And my reflection of who I am reflects on the outside. So what I attract into my life for relationships and circumstance and opportunity, that all comes from what I am on the inside. So if I start working on myself and I operate from this place of love and I become more compassionate towards people in giving, you'll start to see your relationships and opportunities in your life begin to change because you're operating on a different frequency. And so once you can bridge that gap, you start to realize that everything in your life, oh my God. So everything in your life is separate, um, you know, is not separate from what is missing. So there is no place that God is not. So what we think when we don't have something is like right now, you could say, well, I don't have the spouse I want. I don't have the car I want. I don't have the, you know, you could start naming things that you don't have. And you could say, well, right now, here and now, I don't have it. So it's separate from me. And that's just not true. Everything that you want, God is also within. So there is no place that God is not. God is within you. God is also in everything that you want. So you simply have to realign with it. So it sounds like a funny thing to say, but you yoga yourself back to God. So what you really do is you want to get in touch with your awareness and your consciousness. And you want to come back into this form of like, I'm realigning with my personal power. I'm realigning with what my truth is. Um, You know, even for me, a lot of people that listen to my podcast are like, oh my God, it's so good. Like, you know, it's going to blow, you know, and they'll tell me you need to do this and you need to do that. And as much as I love suggestions on over promoting and all this different stuff, I just know my truth. And I know that this is like my path and it'll lead me to where I need to be. And I don't feel the need to do anything above what I know to be true. Like I trust in my intuition and I trust in my guidance. And I also believe in divine timing. And I know that I'm on the right path. So for me, it, it's all unfolding the way that it needs to unfold. And there's no need for me to force, rush, compete. I don't believe in it. So when you take yourself out of this stream of I've got to go upstream and life is hard <laughs> and you kind of just go, okay, and you just like start floating down the river, I swear to God, it's just a different level of consciousness. And so then the last thing is, um, you know, who I am is separate from God. So God is not outside of you, which is why I thought this would be great to pair this with the whole I am Christ and our talk for today and in believing your whole life that your God or who you pray to is outside of you. It's really actually what you want to do is reconnect with the God that is within you. So whatever your higher power is, is actually within you. So God is, you know, not outside of you. Your original nature is love. So all you really have to do is be that, live that, which is 
you know, divine love. That's what God is. There's, you always say, you know, you're God's children, but that's really just like pieces of God, pieces of divine love. You know, the highest form of anything is love. The highest form of energy is love. And then I'll also just share this, just this last piece with, you know, I was talking about energy and being the highest form of energy is love, enthusiasm, giving, compassion, all these different things. Um, so this is actually a talk like sh- this per- this particular talk, the false self ego, six things that we believe we are. This is from Wayne Dyer, and he is like one of the best speakers I feel like in the world. Um, and he told a story. Um, so like this particular story about his mother, when his mother died, she weighed 85 pounds. And um, he said, you know, if they weighed her before she died, she would be 85 pounds and they weighed her after she died she would be 85 pounds. And that's because energy is formless. You can't weigh somebody's soul. You can't weigh somebody's life. Right. So we talk about that all the time. Like, where do, where do you go? Where do you go after? Well, you're weightless. You're the energy of God. So, and then back to what I was saying about quantum physics, energy moving in and out of form, that's all it really does. So when you get back to this understanding that like, here's who I think I am, which is completely unconscious and unaware of what I truly am. And you step into your divine power, which is I am safe. I can release and relax and learn something new and maybe develop some self-reflection today to say, you know what? I am not what I have. I'm not what I do. I'm not what other people think of me. I'm not separate from everybody else. And everything that I feel is separate is not separate from me right now. The only thing that's missing here is I'm feeling like I'm separate from God. And so you are not separate from God. God is not outside of you. And it's a big energy to take in because it's probably the most frustrating to realize that you've attracted everything in your life, the good, the bad, the happy, the sad, but everything happens to make you stronger, wiser, more efficient, intelligent. So everything happens to lead you back to the open door that's already within you where you create your life and you create your opportunities. Nice to think about that. Like, seriously, that used to drive me crazy. Like, how do I create an opportunity out of nothing? How do I do this out of nothing? Out of no capital, no guide. Like, how do you do that? How do you actually do that? Where's the book that tells you how to do that? And it's about alignment. It's about realigning what you feel to be true, like deep within you. It's not something you can walk around and talk about. It's something that you have to truly feel for yourself. And for me, like I've said before, I feel like I'm on my purpose path, like I'm on my journey of where I need to be right now. I feel truly happy and aligned with where I'm at and I feel relaxed. And a big part of feeling relaxed, a big part of feeling safe is it's a security and a knowing and a higher being and belief system that doesn't let you think about these other things, which is well, I've got to do it this way and I've got to do it that way. And I should force everything to happen. And what about my resume? And, you know, I'm, you know, being obsessed with people, you know, what they think about you and, you know, I've got to compete, you know, you take all that egotistical shit out and you say, you know, I've got to let go of the attachment of everything that I have. Everything's a blessing and you can appreciate things and you can be grateful for things and you can want more. And there's nothing wrong with that. But you've got to let go of that deep-rooted attachment that these things are like, 
you know, somehow a part of you because they're not, you're, you're not your clothes. You're not, you're not anything you, like I always say with, with weight loss, like you have a body, you're not a body. You have one, you could work on it and there's no shame in that game, but you are not a body. So the next thing is being able to release this type of understanding and come back to the fact that there is no place that God is not. God is within you. Then God is also in everything that you want. And it's simply a matter of realigning. So this is why it's so, so important to work on your mindset. It's so important to get in touch with those affirmations and it may not, you know, happen in three days, you know, writing down affirmations. It takes a lot of interior work, but I promise you, if you're focused on this every day, if you're adapting new belief systems, if you're really coming into your power and saying, you know what, I'm going to do the work. I'm really going to do this internal work. You can absolutely own the dream and you can achieve anything that you want to achieve. And for me, that's my highest level of being and knowing is that I am going to achieve all of my goals are already done. It's already done for me because I genuinely believe that when you align with your higher power and you really use your creative outlet, your your actual awareness and your consciousness together to create something that's just not only positive, you know, a positive experience for you, but positive experience for the collective. And that's when you really see success unfold in your life. And it's not even about success. It Because for, for me, when I say success, I mean the feeling of just being happy. I think that's what that quote actually means. You know, happiness is the key to success. Happiness is the key to success. And now I completely understand what that means because you can need, want, achieve, attach all you want and chase and chase and chase and chase. But you will never, ever reach that state if you don't go within and realize that like you can create that happiness right now. You can create that abundance right now. Right now in your energy field, you can actually do it. If you just center, let go of everything you have, do less to accomplish more. Doing less to accomplish more is sounds like opposite advice. But when you're not connected, that's when you feel like you're in competition. That's when you're forcing. That's when you feel like you have to do certain things, flow with it, flow with that energy, be in the moment. The magic is in the moment all the time. It's just in the moment. You don't need to over plan. You don't need to overdo. You'll just do it. It'll naturally become a part of your life to be able to flow through it. You know, stressed, unaware, unconscious. You wake up one day, you realize you didn't achieve X, Y, Z, or you didn't do this, or you, or you've done it all. And you still feel like something's missing. And by the way, don't feel bad because that was me. <laughs> that was me on my 30th birthday. I was like, what the fuck? Like, I thought this would happen by now and this would happen. And you know what? I went on a weird, dark journey of realizing that it's all within me. What I what I become is up to me. What I don't become is up to me. What I put out there for energy is up to me. What I don't put out there for energy is up to me. And either way, it's all up to me. And at the end of the day, it's all energy. So I can practice energy. I can focus on energy. I can become and embody the energetic vibes that I want to see in the world, or I can do the opposite. So at the end of the day, guys, hopefully we had a great pep talk. Obviously this was kind of a weird one for me. I'm not going to lie just with like the Bible quotes and stuff, but you know, it's something that I feel like has to be said, especially in the state where we are so apt to 
reach outside of ourselves. Like I really was thinking about this as far as, you know, what you do with your day. And that's what I wanted to podcast about today. But I really meditated on this. I'm like, what you do with your day? Because it's different for everybody and you should live free and be happy. But I really thought about this. You know, when you're on your phone or you're you're involved in the television and, you know, when you're outside of yourself like that, it's so hard to come back. And not everybody, you know, I know not everybody wakes up and meditates or journals. And I, I just realized that like, you know, that's just a lack of awareness. It's not anything you're doing wrong. It's just a habit. It's just lack of consciousness. So get back to your consciousness. And I feel like what happens too is when you feel stressed and you can't have a glass of wine, how, like sit down, like, why are you feeling like that? Like really get in touch with those feelings because that's the whole feel to heal type of part. You know, what, what do you run from is the biggest thing because that's the ego all the time telling you, you need to have this and you need to do this and you are what other people think. And it just leads you to make decisions that are just not in your highest, highest, best self, your highest, best, you know, your, your highest energy, your, for your ultimate, um, divine good, your divine love, whatever. So that's what I'm, I'm talking about, I guess today with what you do with your day, what you do with your mindset, it all really does matter. And, you know, I always say this, but protecting your energy while you work through your ego or work through your shadow work is so very important. So if I can just give you a couple tips on this, here's what I would really say, you know, as much as you could say, wow, you're so knowledgeable, you're leading the way, or, you know, you can listen to somebody and get inspired, but you have to really take those beliefs, anything that's ever shared that truly resonates with you. You have to take that and start practicing it every single morning. So if you haven't prayed in a minute, pray tonight. If you haven't prayed in a hot second, pray when you wake up. You know, what you truly believe is what you become. So if you really feel like you are not an active participant in your life, then that is your destiny. Your destiny is not written out. Here's what God wrote out for Chelsea Swift. Chelsea Swift is going to be, it's not like that. You decide what you're going to be. You really, really do. I do believe like as far as what, you know, aligning is concerned that you have to be lined up with an opportunity. So people are always like, you know, luck is when preparation meets opportunity. That preparation part is just all the soul work you've already done, all the um, hardships you've already overcome. You know what I mean? It's, it's all that. And then all of a sudden people are like, oh, you're so lucky you get that opportunity. It's like, no, like this has been some work. So the thing is, do the work and you'll be so much happier because you will care so much less. You will start to do things that just make you feel fucking blessed. You will do things that you love. You will not give a shit what other people think. You will not feel like you need to be validated. You will just start doing things that you love. And that's what really cracks open the ego. That's when you can actually become free again. When you become that like seven-year-old version of yourself that just, you just didn't have those thoughts yet. You just didn't have that idea about life yet. You really just wanted to do weird shit with your friends. You really just wanted to put sand in your pants and run around and smoke out the backyard. Like that is what I'm talking about. Getting back to that level of I'm a creator. I do what I love. I use my imagination and I fill people up and that's my job and that's my life and that's my vibe. You don't have to do, achieve, accomplish anything outside of yourself. So hopefully we had a good talk today, guys, and um, 
What I would say is I do have some journal exercises. I'm actually putting an at-home workout on the blog too. And then I'm also doing like kind of like an essentials grocery list only because it's just like stuff that that's not even like a coronavirus thing (laughs) or a lockdown thing. That's just something I wanted to do because I'm like, oh, I buy the same stuff like every single week and it keeps me pretty healthy and on point and it's pretty easy stuff. It's all easy stuff. Not like it's not complicated to create like a healthy meal. And so I was just thinking about that, like easy meals for people that are like healthy and versatile, can have it for a snack, dinner, lunch, whatever. So I'm going to be doing that. If you guys want to check out chelseaswiftblog.com, there are 10 journal exercises that I have on there for all different types of energy that you want to put out there, family and friends, gratitude, creation, um, you know, visualization, reversing negative thoughts. So if you want to check those out, again, that's chelseaswiftblog.com. When you hit the homepage, just scroll, just like scroll down. That's usually where those posts are because I have two different um, like blog posts. I also hook up my vocal media posts to my site. So I'm just saying if you click blogs and it's not in there, just go back to the homepage, scroll all the way down. And yeah, hopefully we had the best talk. Again, just you are safe. You are safe. You are safe. Just relax. Just be let go of everything you have. Do less to accomplish more. Really get in touch with how you're feeling because it's all about the vibe. You just want to feel good. And yeah, that's everything. Everything you've ever wanted is on the other side of fear. I never used to understand that. And now I genuinely do. So face your fears, face the things you think you need to be, and then just become who you really are. And yeah, I will see you guys on the next podcast. Of course. Oh, by the way, If you like this podcast, share, 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 especially this podcast. Like I actually almost forgot to say it, but you, you know, I guess with the whole, um, passing the light on, it's so, so important. Like imagine if I had this information and I did not podcast it to you. Do you know what I'm saying right now? Imagine if I had this information, which I do, and I did not share that with you, right? Pass it on pass the light on. That's what my podcast is for. It's not for personal gain. It's passing information on, passing positive information on, passing truth on. So pass that on to somebody, somebody that's struggling mentally, somebody somebody that's struggling with anxiety, depression, has lost their way. Pass it on. And it doesn't even matter. You could be the most positive person in the world. If you feel like, wow, this really resonated with me. I'm coming back into terms of my you know, consciousness, I'm coming back into awareness, pass it on. It's time to wake up. It's time for everybody to wake up and become love, become joy, become happy, share with people. So share, share, share. Sharing is caring. Email it, text it to your friends. But I'm telling you, it's it's not about you versus them. It's you versus you. And we're all in this together. So it's time to start thinking collectively. And of course, if you love this, podcast, DM me, let me know what you want to see for subjects and you know, what podcasts you're loving the most. And that can be done on Instagram, Chelsea.swift or Chelsea Swift blog. And I will see you guys on the next podcast. All right, guys, and that is a wrap for Chelsea Swift is your spirit animal. Of course, you can check me out 
on ChelseaSwiftBlog.com. I have all the blog posts, all the recipes, all the weight loss advice on there. I also have marketing consulting. You can check me out if you're looking to start an Etsy shop, a website, a business. Hit me up for consulting. And then also, of course, you will find my online shop that has apparel, healing crystals, crop sweatshirts, all the good things. And now, of course, what's new? YouTube. Check me out on YouTube every single morning. Chelsea Swift is your spirit animal. It's like a five to 10 minute pep talk really quick just to get you up and Adam and we will drink coffee together and love our lives aka kind of bring my face wait what am I saying (laughs) bring my face to the party I guess now we can be face to face like buddies and clink drinks like we should be and we have been since you've been listening to the podcast so if you love this podcast guys don't forget to rate it on apple podcast give me five stars and of course give me a nice comment say something nice if you're feeling nice and again that's chelseaswiftblog.com you can also check me out on instagram chelsea.swift or chelsea swift is your spirit animal and i will see you guys on the next podcast <laughs>